Welcome to Dying to Know, where we open up about everything that comes with losing a loved one. Because the only thing that's worse than death is not being able to talk about it. Bray your bereavement babes, Leah and Rachel, and today we're talking finances. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Leah. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing good. Ready yeah. to dive into this topic. I mean, how to plan a funeral when you're broke. Um, <laughs> I'm a 30-something millennial, so I don't know too much about finances, but... Hopefully helping someone with our stories today. Yeah, I think this one's a lot more of exactly like little tips and tidbits that help us getting through a funeral Mm -hmm. without having any type of, I guess, life insurance or pre-planning or anything because it wasn't really in the cards for us. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So what was your like story and or experience like? I think and like we've talked about in previous episodes, sticker shock is one of the biggest things about funerals that like no one was really prepared for so I feel like for us it was a lot of us trying to figure out how to do everything and I feel like a lot of the times it wasn't the best decision I know for us or for me at least when we went to the funeral parlor and just like hearing how much you had to do and again you had to get this all in like three days yeah I like definitely jumped the gun maybe on some decisions making and not asking where like I increase a credit card balance and it messed my credit score for a little bit so it was like a lot of things like that I did say we had other great helps that came along the way but I feel like for me it wasn't exactly knowing what to do with my finances but luckily and I guess yeah lucky enough afterwards and after all that had happened I had accumulated any type of debt I worked with the financial gym I don't know if you've heard of oh them before. yeah yeah, yeah. oh you yeah put me on them. yeah, yeah. I did because referral codes I was like financial <laughs> gym but yeah yeah okay no I worked with the financial gym and I had already been working with them trying to get my finances in order mm-hmm. of course you never know when a big life change is about to happen yeah So everything happened and I remember my financial advisor was literally had just messaged me too asking like just how I was doing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I had told him what happened and we were able to jump on a call right away, which I appreciated so much. They were also just so kind and understanding to my experience. But he helped me, as I like to say, get financially naked. (laughs) with Not to remember the taglines. (laughs) I feel like it was just such a just... I don't know as a, yeah. how you said, like a 30-something-year-old millennial, how to understand my finances. I did what I thought was like the right decision. Yeah. And he really helped me break it down, break down expenses, because some of this stuff didn't need to be paid right away, like headstones and all that could be paid like later in time, where we broke everything down. And then he kind of helped me like figure out how to like now start paying off this debt, which I thought was really helpful. So Good. I highly recommend any type of financial advisor, financial mm-hmm. advice, because you don't know what you're doing. I messed up my credit score for a little bit with this just because I was like, let me just extend my balance. Exactly. Like, It'll work yeah. out. So like getting to sit with them afterwards after all of this had been spent and like laid out really helped me get through some of my financial difficulties. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's an immediate need. Like in that oh, yeah. time, it's like it's whether, decisions, like, yeah, whether you have it or not, you're scraping it together and using whatever you need to get it done. So like, yeah, yeah similar situation with us too. Like my parents had just signed up for a policy, mm-hmm. but it had invested. I think they were probably, I think they did it like the holiday, like end of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then by June, maybe only like six months had passed to like seven months. And I guess because it wasn't a year, I'm not really sure. But we'll go down that rabbit hole in a future episode about like policies vesting so you can get money from it. Mm -hmm. But we got offered, I don't think it wasn't even $100. Like, don't quote me on that. Um, So at the time, because it was still during COVID, 
all of us were still home, so we're not spending as much money. So I had yeah. a little bit more of a um, disposable income. Mm-hmm. So my mom had took care of most of the funeral costs. And then I personally had fronted the cost for like the repast food and everything of that nature. But you're right. It really is a huge unexpected bill that you don't want to get. And but you know you want to so throw money fast, at it. Because you're like, yeah. no, it, exactly. Because even like when we were asking all my siblings and we're all pulling our money together, like how we said in the casket episode, like we wanted the nicer casket for them. And yes. Like you want to do like the nicer send offs and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So it was just like you want the nicer and like you find ways to like get it done. So yeah. I feel like as siblings, we all like came together or even like as a family all came together and decided like this is we're paying this yeah. we don't care how we're paying it but it's getting done because we want them sent off in that way absolutely but then yeah like after three days are over you're sitting there with the repercussions of everything you just spent no, for real so it was definitely helpful because one of the questions i asked my advisor was just like Okay, because at the time, I think I was getting, like, my holiday bonus. So I was like, I should put all of it to the credit cards. And he's like, no, 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 no. Mm. He's like, make sure you still have some spending money for you and contribute, like, X amount to your credit cards right now. Yeah. Which, again, like, I would have never done. I would put everything and been broke and probably ran on my credit card again. So it was nice to have someone who was knowledgeable in that. And I feel like keeping that idea in back of head like me like ask someone who does know because they're going to give you the better answer <laughs> no i think that's good advice and also too i think during our time a lot a lot a lot a lot of people showed up with like bereavement cards mm-hmm. and money so i hadn't been i mean like obviously my father's death was like the first like big death in my life mm-hmm. so people were showing up with cards i'm like people are just handing you 50 dollars or 20 dollars, yeah. and you're thinking like well what is this for but then you realize like so first with the expenses of a funeral and people don't know if you have like any type of insurance. Yeah. And I think too, with the absence of that person, they don't know what your fi- new financial situation will look like. No, it's very, very Yeah. Scary. So I'm like, both my parents were retired. So now it's one less check coming into a household. So I was grateful for those who showed up. Like, even if you don't have someone to ask the advice that when people do show up to comfort others, that they're willing to give a financial like offering or gift to people to really help them through their like grieving period and just helping them like with costs of living or anything that's associated with the cost of a funeral no the same thing happened with us my dad was always in our community we always had like a little bench outside of our house and he loved to like wave people and like knew all of our neighbors that our neighbors like came to our door one day and they had given us a donation it was just like one it was the most touching thing ever because you forget like the connections like you yeah. made and it's mm-hmm. just like I feel like that like the sense of community and yes. they even asked her like you know do you need anything else like would more help and my mom like because like it's hard to ask people for money so my mom didn't know how to phrase it at first and I was just like just say anything that, like can, like anything that can help like will yeah. help like in the most like if they can't you like no worries but like we appreciate anything mm-hmm. and they ended up raising so much for us that and again it was just like it's this community that we've lived in for over 10 years like shout oh, out so to Dean's Ponds Crossing for that but it was just like <laughs> it's just so wild how, yeah like was it a GoFundMe or was it like just the community got together, knew that there was a need? Or maybe they didn't even know it was Apparently a financial there's a community need. board that I didn't even know about. Oh, really? So they had posted yeah, that yet. So passed. this one wasn't um, a GoFundMe. Okay. But yeah, it was just a community. Um, I guess the lady who gave us the first original one, she's like on the board and very active in the community. Oh, okay. And she was just like, if you want, I can reach out to more. And we were just like, honestly, we would appreciate anything. And like a few days later, they like came back with another donation. And again, it was just so helpful at the time and it was just to show like 
I don't know how – be nice to people. No, absolutely. Like, just like the little connections of mm-hmm. the waving as someone's walking by. Like they're – because they also gave us cards and notes just saying how like they remembered him and they know oh, nice. us and stuff like that. And it was just like so sweet and touching to know like he had made this little difference and now it's like coming back to us in a positive way, especially like not having life insurance like mm-hmm. be there to save us. So I feel like that community moment just felt so special and ended up being so like extremely helpful. Yeah. Like speaking of life insurance, when we thought about this episode and I was like, what could I really tap into? Because I remember talking like, what am I going to be able to say about like finances? But I think specifically with like estate planning um, and getting ready for something like that, it made me think of Insecure, which I just started rewatching on Netflix. (laughs) I mean, excellent show. Yes. Um, and then the character Molly, who's so misunderstood, I'm obsessed with her. Um, but when she had the episode when um, her mom had took ill, she had a stroke, she had got out the hospital, and then she had started estate planning with her mom. And then the other character in the show, Kelly, mm-hmm. did like that type of planning and stuff with like banks. Yeah. So they had the conversation with her mom and like who gets the house and oh, like yes, and her, her brother. Head. And I remember her youngest brother was like so awkward, like y'all want tea? I'm gonna go make tea. <laughs> and then he was like, we ain't got no tea. We gonna go run to the store yeah. and get tea. And like just how uncomfortable the conversation is. And I'm like. Had I had this conversation with my parent, maybe the grieving process wouldn't have been so hyper-focused on what to do. Yeah. And I remember, like, on The Breakfast Club, DJ Envy was talking about when he had to bury his wife, Gia's mom. Yeah. Which wasn't too long ago. I think it was, like, no, during Mother's Day or something. Yeah. And they were saying, like, planning her own funeral. And at the time, they had planned their own funeral for their kids. They were like, we just wanted to make it easier. Like, we're going to be in the... Is it the mausoleum? Yeah. Where you, yeah. So it was like... Whether it rains or snows, like we want our kids to come visit us. And it was like, he was like, it's eerie to think about or strange to think about. He was just saying like how important it is to have those things in your ducks in a row. No, 100% because when my grandfather first passed away, like years ago, back in I think 08, my dad's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get like mine and mom's plot. And Mm -hmm. I was like, don't do that. That's bad luck. Like you're wishing it on yourself. And he didn't. And what was crazy is when I went to go get his plot, those, the spots were still like kind of there and like Save. Mm-hmm. And it like was just something that if I had let him do it when they kind of had some money, like it would have saved us some money. So it's yeah. just like it's it's not something that you should think about. It, it's like it truly is like planning for the future and being more prepared because and what I, we ended up doing is I got my mom and my dad this way. We also know that they'll be next to each other. They'll yeah. be together forever. And then we oh, also good. made sure. And my mom was up for this. too. They have like the shared headstone, too. Oh, so cool. like everything is together. And like that will be one less burden come the future because we prepared a little better. No, absolutely. And we started the preparation process preparation like yeah. already but no that's so true because like you don't want to think about death it's kind of like yeah a taboo but that's thing. why we're here on oh, this no. podcast <laughs> <laughs> to make it a little bit yeah, more easier to digest because yeah. living is already ghetto like you know what i mean and you think about we already have a limited time here so we don't want to think about that because it's a little sad but like doing it or experiencing that with my father also having this platform with you has made me think like is it too early for us to start? Or am Never, I too young? Because, yeah. I mean, our lives are constantly changing. Like, who knows where we'll live or yeah. what properties we'll have, whatever is next for us. But it also makes me think of my mom. Like, I don't really want to have this conversation with her. But I know what we already went through with one parent. And I don't want to repeat that again. I want to give me and my siblings the space mm-hmm. to really, like, process what has happened to us. And not think about who's writing obituary and what pictures yeah. should be selected for the program. Like, it's a lot of many details that you need, folks. And you're up against deadlines. No, and I feel like, and I feel like we like to 
hold the example in other episodes where it just as similar as a wedding you're not going to plan your wedding mm-hmm. two days before it's going to happen yeah where it's like there's nothing wrong with planning for your future and that's what it is you're not going to like well you never know with student loans but i'm saying like <laughs> you try and prepare for your student loans or your wedding or these big financial tasks so far in advance that there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with doing it for your funeral too no i think that's really awesome yeah this episode is in love and memory to our bank accounts because by the time this episode airs we will be paying back our student loans. Thanks for grieving with us. We'll see you on the other side.